Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, This week, I'm really excited to chat with my guest. Uh, Definitely loves to connect people uh, like I do, so I'm really excited to chat. His name is Justin Breen, and he's the founder and CEO of the exclusive connectivity platform, Repic Network, and global PR firm, Repic. I hope I'm saying that right. I feel like I like get like okay good like sometimes I feel like I just butcher things um awesome and he has a new book epic life uh which I need to get because I looked at it and it looks amazing uh features a forward by Dr. Peter Diamandis did I say that right close enough yes okay uh oh it's another one overall book sales on Amazon and it also recently made the Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller list congratulations um and thanks for joining me you're welcome um, yeah, so I am excited just to to hear about your journey, how you got to what you do today. Have you always kind of been in, you know, networking PR? Like, tell us all about Justin. Well, um, I lead a pretty simple life. I'm either spending time with my family or um, connecting uh, top visionaries on planet to serve humanity. I've never really understood uh, business owner stuff. It's confusing to me. Uh, <laughs> And then just like to um, see the patterns in life. And then when you see the patterns, here's the answer. And then, well, just focus on the answer and then connect the answer to the answer. So um, I just like to fly the plane. And then uh, my wife's a, a pediatrician who's uh, facing out of that. She's the COO of a second company. And then our sons are 11 and 9, and they're both visionary maniacs like me. And they have my wife's kindness and empathy. So it's a really good combination that's a a fantastic combination i love that and so when you say the word visionary like what what's your definition of that yeah so uh um so everything is a pattern or an answer and then i spend my day talking to the world stop visionaries so not humans not small business owners not consultants just pure visionaries changing the world and then most of them not all but most of them are ADD, ADHD, diagnosed or undiagnosed, they're all over the place. It's not a not a disorder. It's a sign of genius mislabeled by humans. And then so yeah. I hear blah, 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 and then simplify into a pattern. Um, so everything's a, an answer, a pattern. Um, so humans, small business owners, consultants, they care about, uh, you know, revenue, employee count, uh, paycheck transactions. They're, so they're trying to change their world, their and then a true visionary, um, they care about purpose, spending time with loved ones, true connectivity. They're changing the world, the, and mm-hmm. it's a fundamentally different way of living life. And then we only partner with visionaries who have three attributes in their mindset. Cause when you have these three attributes, you can only be one of two types of people, but they're, so they're visionaries. They're not business owners. They're, they're not, they see things before other people. And then two, they live in full abundance. There's no scarcity. Mm-hmm. And then most importantly, 
Uh, this is where the fake visionaries get exposed, but a true visionary only look things looks at things as investments, not costs. So anyone who asks mm-hmm. what do you cost or charge, they're not a they're not a visionary. They're limited by their own scarcity cost mindset. Yeah. So how did you kind of come up with that as your like grading or kind of like vetting people? How did that come about? Spending my whole life talking to people who didn't understand what I was talking about <laughs> and uh spent, you know. I was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist for 20 years and interviewed top athlete, top entertainer, top actor, top entrepreneur, and now running two companies that only partner with top visionaries or those that will make the investment to become those people. They have those three attributes in their mindset. And then, you know, if you talk to 10,000 of the wrong people, and then mm-hmm. finally the right person, and then the right person introduces you to the right person. So it's just the right answer pattern. It just takes years, if not a lifetime, to find the right answer. Yeah. And in interviewing or, or you know, talking to all of these, you know, athletes and celebrities and all mm-hmm. that, did you find a lot of them met those attributes? Or two, They only have two commonalities. Mm-hmm. Only two. Everything's an answer. So there's only two commonalities between the top entrepreneur, top athlete, top actor, only two. One, they have the same mindset, visionary abundance investment, no excuses, no mm-hmm. what do you cost or charge. Anyone who makes that excuse or lives in that, they, they're not a visionary because they're their own limiter, their own limiter. Mm-hmm. And people with no limits do not want to hang out with people that have limits. It's a, right. It gets horribly wrong, hor- horribly wrong. Okay. Okay. So that's one. And then two, I have not met the exception of this yet. If you know someone, <laughs> please introduce me. But all of these people had at least one person who genuinely believed in them and or cared about them. Doesn't need to be a teacher or, or doesn't need to be a parent. It could be a teacher, coach, mentor. They had one per, at least one person validate their not conforming to human yeah. society. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I love that. I bet you have talked to some really incredible people. Every single day. It never, <laughs> um, I mean, my entire life is uh, spending time with my family or talking to the most interesting people on the planet and then connecting them. So I'd never get tired of it ever. Um, yeah. It's always fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I love talking about mindset because it, it's relatively like newer-ish to me. Um, right. have, have you always kind of had a, you know, just a big vision and, you know, like tell your abundance mindset like because i feel like some of us a lot of us maybe don't grow up like that or 100 percent. yeah okay so um yeah okay so you're either born top visionary on planet or you're not i strongly believe that um i think most people would choose to make as much money as they want to only hang out with who they want to want to hang out to you know, hang out with or do what they want to do and what they're good at but then they make excuses and then there are four things that separate visionaries from humans four one bankruptcy your potential bankruptcy two depression three highest level of anxiety you can imagine mm-hmm. four likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult so for humans small business owners consultants those are excuses mm-hmm. top visionary on planet that's the fuel. That's what separates. Um, right. Uh, you either can do that or you can't. Um, mm-hmm. Most people make excuses. Their whole life's visionaries don't. So you're either born like that or you're not. But if you are born like that, you can work on your mindset every single day, um, um, which is that visionary abundance investment mindset. And that's something that can be learned. And then again, if you're around the right people who understand that, it accelerates that quickly. And then if you're around the wrong people that don't understand it, it, it destroys it. So it's, again, the right answer mm-hmm. right pattern, connecting the right answer to the right pattern and ignoring the wrong answer, the limiters, just ignoring it. 
Yeah. I know why, but why do you think it's so hard for us as humans sometimes though? To I'm like... not a human. People like <laughs> me are usually right. aliens within their family community and verticals. The humans, mm-hmm. make, don't, it's two different brains, two different brains. Um, one of my great friends, Pete Kofit, he's a pure visionary. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he's talking about it. Uh, there's two types of brains or, you know, we'll just focus it on that. So typical human brain is a sheep, a sheep brain. So yeah. it. One than a visionary is a sheepdog. Sheepdog. So I looked it up. Uh, I'm a high fact finder. I looked it up. Science Daily did a big, big article. There are only two scientifically proven roles for sheepdogs, and you can just replace sheepdog with visionary or entrepreneur. So only two yeah. scientific roles. One, keep the sheep in line. Two, push them forward. So you don't talk to them. You don't eat with them. You don't go to the water yeah. with them. Usually you marry it. Um, uh, usually, usually sheepdogs marry sheep. Um, mm-hmm. stabilizing human, thank God. Uh, mm-hmm. my wife's a pure stabilizing human with high IQ, uh, harmony, but no, you're not supposed to, you just keep them aligned, push them forward. That's the, yeah, what it is. I love that. And do you talk about these traits and, and things like this in your book or what's your book about? Can you share mm. that a little bit with us? Sure. Um, thank you. So, um, so the formula for creating a successful global company is a simple pattern. Uh, it's a simple pattern. So mm-hmm. um, you see a problem, create solution, problem solve, successful global company. So I, I just look at the book as a successful global company um, uh, because uh, the problem is I talk to one to two visionaries every single week that have let entrepreneur life destroy their family life or prevented yeah. them from having a family. Okay, that's a problem. Solution book, how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. Um, very grateful. Peter, Dr. Peter Diamandis wrote the forward. He's one of the top entrepreneurs on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, problem solved. Um, and then successful global company. So I, it's a visionary uh, roadmap, roadmap for visionaries who might be destroying their family or don't have a family because of this life. So that's why that's why I wrote it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to to get it. I, I asked this question on this podcast a lot about balance, um, just to get, you know, entrepreneurs and a lot of, um, guests on here are moms. And so it's interesting mm-hmm. to see the wide variety of answers to that. Um, yeah. and yeah, I don't think I've ever heard the same one and, you know, and it does kind of seem to be like a quote unquote myth because it's, you know, it's, it's, hard. A, it's, it's nonsense. It's a, yeah. complete, it's a human, it's, it's made up by humans who don't understand, um, it's not a balance. It's collaborative. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll exp- so I, I wrote that again, the t- subtitle of the book is how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. Mm-hmm. And that was written before my wife decided to phase out of pediatrics to become COO of, of second company. So it was also, it was almost like a blueprint for her to take the step yeah. to make our family even cl- And I never thought she would, that was totally her decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say um, visionaries usually marry stabilizing humans. And then one of two things happens that, that I've seen one, it's a situation where like where my wife and I are in or in our kids where the stabilizing human evolves with the visionary and becomes the biggest supporter. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's our situation, which I'm endlessly grateful for. And the other situation I see more often is the stabilizing human is an anchor and holds back the visionary. And that ends horribly wrong, whether or not it's a mm-hmm. divorce or not, but it doesn't work. So that's where you see no balance because right. the visionary is going to keep evolving. They're not going to stop. Um, mm-hmm. 
So the stabilizing human can either evolve with them, which my wife has done. I'm very grateful for that. Or they can be the the negative anchor and hold the visionary back. And that will never end well. It just won't. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, and when did the book come out? Uh, uh, late 2022, late 2020. Oh, awesome. Okay. And yeah, number one on a few different lists. Good job. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and so you like to connect people. Is that a big part of what you do? It's my whole, yeah, it's my whole life. I mean, um, success is progressive realization of worthy ideal. That's from Earl Nightingale. He's like the OG Mm -hmm. motivational speaker. Yeah. So I just, I love him. Yeah, right. So visionaries love him and most humans have no idea. So the, uh, yeah, so you're a visionary for sure. Only visionaries know who that is, but, um, yeah, so I listened success. to his recordings. <laughs> right. So, of course, most people have no idea what. Um, yeah. So um, that's the right answer. Pattern. And then success is progressive realization of worthy ideal. So my worthy ideal is connecting visionaries to serve humanity and spending time with family. So just keep getting better at it. And then the other the other great, great quote of his is you become what you think about. I love. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful it's, one. Right. So and it's one. It's true, too. Um entirely focused on that M- most visionaries are completely unfocused meaning they have add uh all over the place but it's a sign of genius mislabeled by humans it's not a disorder um yeah. and then without humans they can't if they need a coo and they need mm-hmm. is the and then um or definitely mary a stabilizing human i'm i'm the rare visionary that has high quick start and high follow through so you just it's like two different people in one mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm kind of similar. I've never like, I don't know, taken tests, but I have a part of myself that can get really focused and then I have a part of myself that is very creative. And so it's really yes. interesting. So to- where you see it, it's rare. It's rare. People like us, high quick start. I follow through where you do see it. I guess I don't really like verticals, but I'll say it here, like the marketing vertical. Cause like you kind of have to have high follow through in that. Cause yeah. if you don't hit a deadline, it's a, it's a disaster. Yes. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. But then there's like so much creativity in it, which I love. Um, right. That part of my brain, yeah, loves. And then when I have to get to the focus part, it's like, hey, come back. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So speaking of marketing, that's a question I ask on this podcast a lot too, just because it's super is interesting to me. Um, do you do you, like what is like your marketing that you like to do for your business none. Tiffany? yeah i was about to say oh well, connecting people in the network that's its own none none yeah yeah i don't like um so so when you're a journalist or i was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist for 20 years um so you're when you're the journalist you're the buyer of the people you want to hang out with and the stories that you want to do so that's how i i only reach out to someone if i want to talk to them mm-hmm. um and then what happens is Again, everything's a pattern answer. There's a four-step. Um, there's a four-step thing that I've seen pattern when starting a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started first company six and a half years ago with zero business background, like zero. Um, I still basically have, I still don't know what an S corp is because I don't really care about. Oh, I know. That. Everybody tells me to like switch to it for tax reasons. I'm like, okay. But yeah. Okay. Know. So you're like, yeah, like whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You just want to connect people. So the first. 
the first uh, step is get to get pure get to get. I reached out to 5,000 people to get first five clients, which totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people stay at that actually. Okay. So then there's a get to give. You're mostly getting, you're giving a little bit, but mostly trying to get definitely most uh, small business owners, humans stay at that. Then there's, then there's give to get. Um, you're mostly giving, but you're still trying to get a little back. That's where 99, that's where every non-visionary stops. Then you, then you get to the visionary level that's give to the get, give to give to the people who get it. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly giving whether or not I get anything back, but people who get it, they will gladly give back because they want to connect with it. They want to do that. Yeah. Visionaries, totally. not humans. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, I mean, what Napoleon Hill talks a lot about, 100%. you know, yeah, law of reciprocity. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's logical. And yeah. I like we can grow rich, but the better book for vi- for visionaries, the better one is outwitting the devil. That's a yes. For oh my god, that Not one's for- good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, I, yeah, you're a visionary. You're a visionary. <laughs> I also liked his law of success. Have you done that one? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. great. And then here's what's interesting. When did you start the bubbles and biz that co site? When did you actually create? Oh, uh, my, that website I made during COVID, I think. So it's been okay. up for a Is few months. Is it still forty dollars a month to join your group? Uh, right now, it's free through the end of the year. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know because I just I don't know. I want people. Are to... you an empath? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, I am dead last in empathy on Strength Finder, second to last in Includer, but. But for top visionaries on planet, I have endless empathy, endless inclusion. Mm-hmm. And then weaknesses become strength. Like my partner, he does eight, nine figure deals all day. He's third in empathy. And then my wife is the COO. She's harmony one. And I'm mm-hmm. 31 out of 34 in harmony. So, but like um regarding the investment, I found the less people pay you, the more problems they cause. So I just keep raising the rates. True. Yeah. They, well, yeah. So it's minimum five figures to even like have a, you know, be part of any company. So like, mm-hmm. but I found that that attracts visionaries and then it repels and you're not, a, you're not a free, you're definitely not that. So it's interesting <laughs> that you want to help. That's, I mean, that's great. It's just, you're not that person at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can put it on your website that you are, but you're, there's no way free people don't read thinking they don't read that winning. Yeah, I guess you're, yeah. Uh, there's only, there's not many people I've talked to. Yeah. About that are you know, listening to kind of the same books well, and right. reading them. Yeah. Right. So of course that would, that's logical. Yeah. <laughs> what is your, well, actually I'll ask you in a minute um, what your favorite book is, but. Um, oh, uh, a man's search for meaning. That's number one. That is, I read that in college. That was, that's <clears> so good. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing what, what he did. And yeah, it just, that was like my first, I never, I didn't, again, it took me a few years to even like, get to Napoleon Hill and Earl Nightingale yeah, and all that. Well, most but... people never get to that. Yeah. I mean, they never even, they're living in human world, but like, so Victor, Fra- um, <clears throat> Victor Frankel, like that's just, a, that's a visionary. Like yeah. most people, that's the ultimate all four. And then uh, figure it out. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand people that make excuses. He's has the, he's the app. And then my father was, um, he was 61 when I was born, 61. And uh, he was born in 1916, uh, shot down multiple times in combat in World wow. War II, many times without a parachute, and he'd just get back into a plane. So, wow. Chapter one of Epic Life is the cream rises to the top, which is what my dad said every day. And then that's, yeah. you're either like that or you're not. So. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, it's so true. Um, 
and yeah, I guess I, I agree. Like, I totally agree with you. Like when I see, you know, certain things that go on and, and then I, you know, think of people like Victor Frankel or, you know, right. all the, uh, the more, like numerous visionaries. It's kind of like, well, That's you know, like, yeah, we can all do this. Like we can, we're. No, we can't of... disagree. No, <laughs> no we can't because if you could, you would. No, no, no. That's yeah. Right fundamentally disagree no i do not agree well and that's fine it's it's a good it's a good uh uh it's not an argument it's a, mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. a conversation but no i if, if people could do this they would do it if P, you could say hey you can make as much money as you want to do whatever you want hang out with the people you want to and this is not for silver spoons that's a fundamentally different yeah but oh like, yeah but but oh but you have to go through bankruptcy potential bankruptcy depression anxiety or trauma as a child people are like nope Right. My job. Yep. That's what it is. So you most people can't do that. Yeah, I guess I just I I don't, yeah. No, I see where you're coming from. It's It's your empathy inclusion. I I can hear it. (laughs) And that's fine. But if most people could do this, they would do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, I wish more people could. (laughs) Yeah, but they can't. Yeah. They're not going to. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean it's not easy and it takes a good a lot of it's work the hardest thing no, yeah. no 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 one of our pr partners uh he grew up in burma his grandfather was mm. decapitated in front of him he oh. went to hong kong with ten dollars in his pocket him and his dad when he was a kid created two eight-figure companies and then he hired pr firm wow hired pr firm uh uh because he created an at-home robot uh um uh, that helps people with Alzheimer's dementia because uh, his mom has Alzheimer's dementia. So that's a visionary. That's yeah. not a business owner. That's that's totally different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's amazing. That's a visionary. That's what. Yeah. So in in human world, people just kind of stare at me. But then visionaries, <laughs> endless like endless empathy and inclusion because they will not make excuses with those four things. In mm-hmm. fact, use them to create whatever they whatever they do with it. Right. So do you have any tips or advice to like anybody listening that, you know, small business owners, entrepreneurs that may have not started going down, you know, the road of mindset or visionary? Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Favorite patterns, again, patterns. So one, right mindset attracts right network, creates right opportunities. By the way, wrong mindset creates wrong network, creates no opportunities. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I just keep making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms, but the people in those rooms are making bigger impact. That allows me to spend biggest investment in smallest room, which is my family where I can make most impact. And then second company is just a high price point invite only connectivity platform for visionaries. And we're about to be named one of top five masterminds on planet because this is what visionaries actually want. They don't want to be around business owners. They want right. to be a visionary. Yes. Again, the power of the mastermind, right? It's the power of the mindset that attracts the right network, which creates the right opportunities. And then there's a barrier to entry because the visionaries won't make excuses. They'll just right. to join. Mm-hmm. I love that. Is it your, is it invite only? Uh, it's invite only. Yeah. Okay. You can, the site is, you can apply on the, anyone, uh, brepicnetwork.org. Okay. I will, I will look at it. Yeah. Um, Okay. And do you, this is another question I ask usually on the podcast, you know, like again, and I feel like it goes with this conversation because, you know, we're talking about mindset and humans and visionaries, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about comfort zones. Um, and I guess 
no, no comfort yep. zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, com- one of my great friends, uh, uh, Dr. Akintoy Akindeli, he's, uh, in Africa, he's lost millions, if not billions, uh, made millions, if not billions, but lost millions. And then he's like, he was telling me, you have to go through all four of those things to transform from pride to purpose. I don't necessarily agree with that, but it is interesting. And then he's like, he talks about uh, crustaceans. So like you have to constantly crack out of your comfort zone shell if you're yes. a real visionary. That's the only oh, way. To... Yeah. So I no, comfort zone. no comfort zone. Yep. I agree. Uh, uh, it's really... <laughs> uncomfortable that's for a reason but i can't wait to see when you update your site and it's minimum <laughs> ten thousand to join that's breaking out of your comfort zone oh yeah oh god that just yeah that just made my <laughs> yeah well that's what it is so yeah most people can't do that but i think you actually can do that oh thank you um, you're welcome i appreciate that <laughs> um okay awesome yeah i'm to your favorites the last few questions I already asked your book um I also feel like you probably have like tons of books that you like, but, um, what is your favorite thing to drink? And it can be anything. Well, before I, uh, I was in a fraternity, um, mm. but then I, not that I had a problem or anything, but I quit drinking completely seven days before our first son was born. So that was October oh. 3rd, 2012. Mm. Um, and it's, I just, I'm like black and white. So I just didn't want them to ever see me drinking because I don't want them to. But I will say before that, um, Guinness, uh, mm. Guinness was a good one. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, um, I'll count this athletic greens. So it's a, it's a great, like a vitamin supplement yes. that you mix with water. I, that's funny. I mean, I guess it's not funny. Like, the universe is pretty funny. I was thinking about that today, actually, because I've been yeah. contemplating getting it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you love it? Like, is, can you tell? Like, are you just, I don't know. What's it like? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay. you need context learning. Yeah. Yeah. I just, so thank you for asking and saying that. So this is what happened. So I talked to Genius Visionary and they're like, oh, I'm taking this. I'm like, okay, then I'll just get it. Like, it's immediate. <laughs> no, because the right mindset attracts right, right. network. Exactly. So that's, uh, so yes, the answer. And then um, uh, David Sinclair, that's one of the companies he backs. Okay. And uh, just as context, so he uh, is part of Abundance 360, which is one of the um, groups I, uh, entrepreneur groups I invest heavily in uh, yeah. to land the plane over 50K a year US because it's a good investment. But he um, he's uh, like the top longevity person on planet. Like he's creating the technology to allow people to live 200 300 years if not longer than that uh, like reversing aging and then so he backs athletic greens and so when someone like that backs it i'm like okay Mm -hmm. yeah no that says something that's huge well and i know you were on keith's you were on um the business performance lab too right business athletes yeah yeah that was just i think how we connected on linkedin um okay and so any athletic greens like what kind of you know stuff do you do do you run like what or great question um, so for the last 20 years, I run six days a week outside, no matter the weather conditions, three to five miles a day. We live Love in Chicago, it. so cold, hot, terrible yeah. weather. You get all of it. Yeah. And then I listen to shows like this. So you're fueling brain, lungs, heart, muscles. Yep. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I run too. And uh, that's, I used oh. to like listen to music until like two years ago when I, you know, then? 
stumbled upon like Earl Nightingale and you know, you uh, people we like are that. The the same. <laughs> when did you start your first company? Uh, well, my first business was in 2007. It was a organic farm. And that was before children. Was that before? Yes, you that was before children. My daughter okay. was born in 2010. So, okay. So we're on a similar, how old are your kids now? Uh, my daughter's 13 and my son just turned 10. Okay. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's why I was running late. They, they had a surprise, no, like I hot understand. cocoa. Yeah. It was so much fun. Well, there's two things. There's two things from that one. Uh, well, one, thanks for saying, but um, um, female women entrepreneurs are better than men entrepreneurs. They just, they're better humans. They understand the family thing more. They do, for the most part, they don't have big egos. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. better. Um, and there's a different um, understanding of life, maybe because life has literally been in your body. Or, and I don't, you know, maybe that's what it is, but. Um, it's just a, it, uh, it's a different mindset, um, mm -hmm. overall, um, especially in the entrepreneur world. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, I talked to many women entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, visionaries, um, and it's not that they took time off, but they focused on family when their kids were a little bit younger and then they were still, their brains were still churning, but then they got, the kids got to a certain age and then they really unleashed it. Mm -hmm. I kind of see that with you. I kind of see that like it's coming pretty soon. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. It's funny. Cause we actually homeschool our children forever. My husband was actually more in charge of that. Cause he, he's a stabilizing human, right? Yeah. He, and he was great with it. Like I, I subbed every once in a while and I was like, yeah, I, he's I, a stabilizing I, human. Yeah. Exactly. He's that. definitely systems and processes yeah. where he's like, here, do this. <laughs> yes, Great. exactly. Um, and they did that until two years ago. They did a homeschool program at a, a school here in our town and they loved it. They only went once a week. And then from there, they were like, uh, we just love it. And it felt perfect timing. You know, we got those really young years with them at home yeah. all, all day, every uh -huh. day and on the uh -huh. farm. And then now, you know, going into seventh and fourth last year, it, it was just perfect. And they've just thrived and blossomed. So, yep. yeah. And so, yeah, now I'm like, oh, my goodness, I, I can work eight straight hours a day while they're at school. And so, yeah, oh, so I'm excited. Yeah. We just full. said the same thing. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yay. Okay. Um, what is your favorite thing to do to relax? Uh, good question. <laughs> um, good question. So, um, there are two times when I'm at peace, uh, one skydiving two Ooh. driving very fast. Uh, uh, I, I like having, like, I don't really care about material stuff, but I do like having a really fast car cause it's fun. And then, mm -hmm. so with most of the time with our sons, uh, not with our, not with my stabilizing human wife. Cause she yells at me, but we like to drive very fast in the car so that, and then, um, my youngest son, who's nine, uh, pure genius. Um, we like to go fishing together. Aww. We can actually sit on a boat for hours and fish. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, it's, uh, relaxing is talking to people like us all day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, it, it's funny to me that you, you know, we find peace in like really fast paced events, you know, like skydiving or driving a car fast. I love that. It makes, I mean, it's a, a visionary brain doesn't stop. Right. Um, 
and then you need the focus. And then so like skydiving, you have to have supreme foot, like you have to have, and then driving a car. I mean, most humans would not drive very fast. In fact, they would, I mean, it, you know, technically it's illegal to drive very fast right. car children, but like, you know, I grew up with a, a world war two hero who was 61 when I was born. And, right. you know, we went to platoon when I was eight. So like, I don't really <laughs> understand rules or order right we just basically beat the bleep out of each other all day uh, <laughs> and it's fun and then my wife's like you know try not to destroy the house too much but right. she has children um our sons and me so it's it's a lot of fun yeah. and then my, my advice to the kids uh is misdemeanor okay felony not that's my right. literally right you agree with that yeah. <laughs> you can push the envelope a little bit but there's definitely like a line yeah yeah and then stabilizing humans like you know do this say thank you make sure you go to yeah. class and then you know whatever that is and you know be nice yeah yeah don't be a jerk that's like the number one rule in our house like <laughs> but you're interesting too because you have the visionary brain but you also have high empathy inclusion i mm -hmm. mean wow off the charts Oh, <laughs> feeler doer. Feeler mm -hmm. doer. Yeah. I don't, so do you have, like, do you take personality tests or do you have people take personality tests oh. or like, ah, okay. So one, I don't care what someone's personality is at all. I don't mm -hmm. care. I just want to know if they're going to do something. So the one thing that, um, I'll send this to you in the, um, in, uh, in our message here I'll do awesome. right now. Yeah. So it's, uh, have you taken Colby K O L B E? I have. It was a few years ago. Wait, oh, give me your score. That's all I care. Oh gosh, about. see, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, oh, let me see if I can find it on my email. Um, it was so years ago. Your follow through is annoying. You're annoyed with this because now you have to get the answer. So you're just like me. <laughs> okay. So most visionaries and so Colt, I'll line the plane for your audience. So K O L B E dot com A index. It takes 20 minutes. It's not your personality. I don't care what your personality mm -hmm. is. It's how your brain takes action. Okay. So most visionaries, not all, I think you and I are exceptions, but most visionaries are high, quick start, little to no follow. -through. So that's mm -hmm. all over the place. If they don't hire an operator and humans to do stuff for them, disaster. Mm -hmm. I am high, quick start and high follow through. Say, say it, do it, hit the gas, pump the brakes. I think you're a little bit like that as well. Do you not have employees or do you have freelancers? Um, I have a one employee and then, uh, yeah, freelancers, like a contract. And what does your employee actually do? Um, like virtual assistant and. Okay. Yeah. So you're probably in Colby, a seven or eight quick start with a four or five follow through would be my. Okay. Uh, that'd be my guess. And then, um, and then my wife who is C a pediatrician and COO, um, she is low quick start, high follow through. Okay. Um, pure stabilizing human. And it took her 19 years of us being together for her to realize, Hey, I'm tired of talking to humans. I want to be part of visionary world more. And now her seven follow throughs kicked in. She's a machine. It's wow. incredible. I love that. Okay. I found my, I found my results. Do you want to hear them? Cause I don't uh, let me guess. I'm going to guess you're a five. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> wait, I can only hear it. This is so fun. <laughs> so you found it quickly. I'm going to guess you're a five, five, seven, two. No, I'm an eight, six, two, four. Holy shit. <laughs> is that good or bad? <laughs> that is not a visionary score at all. <laughs> Holy shit. And I apologize for swearing. Oh, You're no, a it's okay. Quick start? Yeah. 
Um, but I, I don't know if this makes a difference, but I, this was, when before. did you take that? When did yeah, you take this, There's okay. no way in hell you're a two quick start. I took this in 2017. No, there's so. no way in hell you're a two quick. You need to retake I'll have to retake it. it. Okay. Cause yeah, this was before I even. No, 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 no. You're like, a step. You're a five, five, seven, two. Were you surrounded by humans then? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You're First not. Time. Okay. Here. Okay. Zero chance that's your score. And um, I'll give you, cause I'm an eight fact finder. I'm an 8671, okay. but my fact finder is used to see the pattern. Here's what happens with the your fake score, and because I see it. Um, you were surrounded by humans and people that held you back, and so you thought you had to be that, but you're not that at all, and then you actually act like you're supposed to, and you're not, and you're letting them like, retake it, and then you're like, wait, you said I was a seven quick start. I'm a seven quick start. How'd you know that? I go, well, because I heard you talking. You're not a two quick start. <laughs> No way. A two quick starts afraid to do anything. Yeah. Well, yep. I, I, I think I am a very different person from There's then. There's um... no chance in hell that you're a two quick start. Okay. There's zero chance. There's no way in there. That's interesting. I, want when you, okay. I don't know if you pre-record the, like, if you take this and do like a pre-recording, so like, hey, we talked about this and uh, guessed that I was a seven quick start and then I was a seven quick start um, mm -hmm. of good pre-recording or like an add-on. There's no way. Yes. You're That's okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Not Again. angry at that. That's there's no way. <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm like really intrigued. So yeah, I'll take it again soon. Um, because oh, I remember taking it being interested. Before. Yeah. Your husband might be. Yeah. But not you. You're well, no I could. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point in my life, my dad had just passed away. We had just lost our first business. I was right. Of trying course, to you don't have to explain. I understand. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking of me, like looking back. Yeah, at that's how, that's yeah. an eight six two four. And they shouldn't have even given you a score when you're in uh, trauma like that. They usually say you're in transition. Mm, okay. No way in hell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay I'll send you my new score. I'm going <laughs> to focus on this like an annoyance of. <laughs> Okay. What was I, what question was I? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Last one. Where is your favorite place to travel to? Uh, Everglades, uh, oh. and specific. Yeah. So I need to go to Slidell and then, um, then, uh, oh, oh my kids, I want to take them nutria hunting. Do you have a lot of nutria? Oh, from? God. Uh, yeah. Well, if you go South of Slidell, south New of Orleans, that, yeah. Like I, I can introduce you to my husband's family. Uh, they like they're down Do in they like, have an airboat. Do they have an airboat? Uh, somebody in his family, like yes, somebody does. All right, like they live down in Thibodeau. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. So we'll that's what uh, my kids and I we went um Asian carp uh fishing with a bow and arrow mm -hmm. and a trident. That was awesome. So nutrient hunting's the next on the next on the uh on the on the to do list. But um, yeah, my uh, husband Everglades, has a story. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Everglades is the greatest. I mean, you might not like it because you grew up in that. I've that. not been there actually. Like, I only made it as south as like Tampa, like Tampa Clearwater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I'm just saying in Florida, I never made it past that. <laughs> okay, yeah, different kind of swamp. But the yeah. uh, um, there's a place called Loop Road. That's if you live if you drive off the road, you're gonna die because it's like you're going to a swamp. Mm -hmm. And um. And that's a fun place to drive though, because you got to be totally focused. But the um, I saw Florida panther in the wild there, which is almost um, impossible. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's just a beautiful place, and there's no one, there's no one for like miles and miles, mm -hmm. which I like that. So.
That's amazing. Yeah. Have you guys, y'all have been before or you want to take, or do you guys go often? Yeah. Oh, Uh, sorry. You've been there. So we've been there and then (laughs) this is, this is with my wife in the car, but we rented like a, (laughs) we rented a, like a minivan or something. And then the, this loop road, it was not flooded over, but a significant amount of swamp had gone over the road, like probably three inches of water. And so you're supposed to turn around, but I saw the other side of the road, probably like 200 yards. And so I drove Mm -hmm. through, (laughs) (laughs) but that, no, because if you, if that, that could have easily killed my entire family, but like, it's like, that's the type of, um, I don't know. There's like this innate, um, daredevil sense of adventure. And then my kids Mm -hmm. like it. My wife is kind of like accepted it just kind of. (laughs) Right. I love it. Yeah. No, I will have to put that on my list because I've not been. But oh, you well, if you if you like nature and <laughs> being away from, I mean, you where you live now, that I mean, just go up to just walk up into the mountains. That'd be yeah, it's so beautiful. It is. Yeah, we're pretty lucky out here. It's it's awesome. It's interesting too that both places. Well, where you're from, where you live now, they're kind of they're state border areas. It's very interesting to oh. me that you can go across like a river or like a couple miles, and then you drive and you're in another state. It's always oh. interesting to me. You're right. I mean, in Louisiana, I drove over the Pearl River and got into Mississippi, right. Mississippi. and right now, yeah, I look at Washington. That's how close you it can is see to me. it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a very interesting. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> it's an interesting pattern, like, um, and then. Even when you cross the border, it's a different, there's a different thing. I've always noticed that with states, like they just look different for some reason. Yeah, like a different energy or something. It's a different energy. It really, Mm -hmm. and are you on the the side of the river that you're on the Oregon side? Is that the more, affluence the wrong word, but is it more of the progressive side? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yes, a lot of Oregon is, especially down like the like the I five corridor, and so we still mm-hmm. have some of that. But if you go yeah. like twenty minutes east of us towards Idaho, yeah. it, that right. is where it's it, desert. It's like it's, desert. Yes, it's desert and ranchers, and it's definitely Correct. more red than blue. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. an interesting. Um, my my uh, bloodline or lineage is half like uh, North Shore is like a. Uh, North Shore is an area of the Chicago suburbs that I would describe okay. as like white collar, mm-hmm. upper middle class affluent. So I'm half North Shore liberal elite and then half pure white trash. <laughs> and, uh, I like the pure white trash part. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My dad was from the mission district. Like, oh, oh, yes. Yeah, you can um, totally relate. To that. Yes, for sure. Um, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, it is. But yeah, very true. Um, okay. So where can everybody like get the book? Would that be on Amazon and your website? Like anybody's like, Oh, oh yeah. Dustin's amazing. Epic life and, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'm thank it, it's a, it's a roadmap for visionaries. It's not for humans. I don't mm-hmm. think maybe. Will there be a second book ever? Well, that is the the first book was Epic Business. Uh, the second okay. book, Epic Life, and then um, oh, I love that. The third one, I already have the chapters done. I just have to write it. But um, after our our um, company's first big in person event, which will be in May, I'll I'll write that one. But that's really more about my wife, like her story, because yeah. 
her story is relatable to anyone. Um, she's like kind and loving and high achiever. Um, uh, and then phasing out of pediatrics to be CEO of a company that's more relatable than like yeah, my good. minor Asperger's living in numbers world. Brain. So <laughs> it'll be about her story more than me. Oh, that'll be awesome. I love that. And if anybody wanted to connect with you, it would be link- LinkedIn would be that the place? Uh, BrepicNetwork.org is the best. Okay. Yeah, BrepicNetwork.org. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. Uh, I really, really enjoyed our conversation. Because, um, yeah, I don't get to talk about, you know, Earl Nightingale or Napoleon Hill or all that a whole lot. And so it's just been so much fun hey, to get to know you more. When you start putting 10,000 on your website, you will. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That is true. <laughs> That's what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> But that is your decision to do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, got some decisions to make, that's for sure. Um, well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And it was great to Nicole, get to know you. And I'm excited to see your real Colby score. Oh, yes. I, I, I swear. I, I will send it to you because <laughs> I want to get your feedback on it. Will do. Awesome. Well, thanks. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing services to learn more.